The one word that I live by is serviam. It's a Latin phrase meaning I will serve. You are now listening to the Lifelong Learning Defined podcast with your host, George Valenzuela. This is education coach George Valenzuela. Welcome to the Lifelong Learning Defined podcast, where I provide all educators, whether instructional leaders or teachers, tips on how to be their best both personally and professionally. Now let's get into it. We are here today with my very good friend, Jernay Armand. Jernay is Microsoft Flips, Head of Educator Innovation and an education speaker. And she has also quickly become one of my favorite people. How are you? I am wonderful. I love that you excel in three major areas of your life. Number one, you put your family first. Two, you're passionate about your work with Microsoft. And three, you're very passionate about being of service to others. Before we dive into these topics, please introduce yourself to our audience. As George mentioned, my name is Jornay Armand. I am a native New Orleanian, and that is felt, seen, heard in everything that I do. This is a culture that is full of vibrant everything. So whether that is food, music, culture, New Orleans definitely lives within me and that in everything that I do. I have always also loved learning. At a very early age, I knew that I was going to do something with education in some capacity. I actually used to volunteer at a school that my aunt was the principal of at a very young age. Teaching and learning has always been a part of me. And it's been incredible just to see this journey unfold in every stage of my professional career, my personal mission to serve just continues to grow. And that's the, the one thing that I always keep in the forefront. You and I met online years ago, but didn't get to meet in real life until last October in Iowa at the iTech conference. You were a featured speaker at the conference, and so was I. We hit it off, we had fun, and then came Atlanta. We met again at the GAETC conference, and we had a blast. You brought your entire crew, Jess, Feli, and Ann. Hey, ladies, I can't wait to see y'all again. I must say, hanging out with y'all in the flip booth and dinner was one of my best experiences at a conference with colleagues in recent years, and was definitely the highlight of my 2023. You even had a book signing for me, which really meant a lot to me. Thank you. From your perspective, how has our relationship evolved and where are we today? I believe everything happens for a reason, a season, a purpose. I remember years ago, uh, learning about George Valenzuela and uh, a few years back, I want to say, we even reached out to you to join us on a conversation uh, with Microsoft Flip. And you were joined, I believe, by Jarita and Chanel, all wonderful people. It, it was that spark when someone can bring something to the table. I don't have a Rolodex, but I have this brain of mine that keeps people in mind. So as I'm talking about things, people come to my mind and I reach out to them and people who are listening, who know me, they probably are nodding their heads right now. Yes, Jernay is definitely a connector. I try to ensure that the knowledge and the skills that I know people possess, I can also share with other people um, because I just have great people that I've been blessed with in my life. My team is family. Anyone that I meet, I extend my arms and welcome you into my family. That's what we do here in New Orleans as well. It's a very welcoming place. So I'm glad you felt that and I'm glad you had a great time with our team. This is the Lifelong Learning to Find podcast. 
And on this show, we focus on self-improvement by interviewing people who are excelling in three important areas of their life so that we can learn from them to experience similar success. Jernay, tell us about your family and why putting them first is so important to you. My family starts off with the matriarch, which was my grandmother, Grace Armand, my paternal grandmother. One of the things that I did learn from her was resilience. I saw through her interactions with her children and her grandchildren, just a person of strength in everything that she did may not have had everything, but she gave the world to her children and to her grandchildren. I try to also live in that same manner. I I will say all of her children live in that manner. They pass that spirit down to me and all of my cousins as well. And I have the torch now and I'm passing that down to my own children to just be a kind person, someone who shows up and is there for people, really understands that we may not all come from the same place or have the same experiences, but we can make a difference in each other's lives just by being there, showing up, listening, and just lending a helping hand in any way, shape, or form. Our ancestors are so important to us. I always ask about family first, because if you think about it, when we meet each other, our friends, our family, even colleagues, first thing we ask about is family. One of the things I think that is missing from a lot of education podcasts is that personal touch. Jernay, tell us about an experience you had in your childhood that has shaped who you are today. My dad, who's no longer with us, he was a very kind soul. He always wanted me to learn a lesson, no matter what the lesson was at any given point in time. I remember back when I was in maybe the fourth grade, they have book fairs and stuff at school. Of course, you're sent to school with money to buy books. I went to school and I did buy my books, but I also came home with this fancy sparkly pencil or whatever. So my dad is, where did you get that from? Because I gave you money to buy books. I said, well, I used the money that you gave me to buy books, but I have this sparkly pencil. And he was, where did you get it from? I said, oh, my friend, let me borrow the pencil. And he goes, you didn't need to borrow that pencil. He was, look, I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have it, you don't necessarily need it. Don't ever hold anything for anyone else. Mm. At the time, as a nine-year-old, I did not really know what he meant when he said that. I I kindly returned the pencil back to my friend at school. That story sticks with me to this day because it is one of those things that resonates in the back of my mind. As adults, sometimes we live in this life looking for something else, looking at what other people have and what Mm. other people are doing and wanting those things where... The things that we have been gifted with, we're gifted with for a reason. And we need to be thankful that we're blessed with the things that we have. Those are the things that we not only offer to ourselves, but offer to the world. You shouldn't go through life thinking about what else can I get that someone else already has. In my teens, in my 20s, 30s, and now I'm 40 plus, when I come up against certain situations, that story is resonating in the back of my mind and it keeps me grounded. It keeps me thinking about what's really important in life. Everyone listening out there, just like Jernay's dad told her, always look at what you have. Don't look to others and what they have. Appreciate what you have. And also think about things that you grew up with and how they've impacted you today. Reflection is always important. Jernay, navigating relationships with family isn't always easy. What's your secret weapon? Openness, 
transparency, and love. Growing up, I was surrounded by love. I can't think of a moment as a child where I never felt love. I did not experience that deficit in life until I was actually married, which was not the most positive experience. During that phase, I also learned how important transparency is because when you are transparent and vulnerable, you are showing up as your true self. When you tr show up as your true self, then other people can accept you for who you are and help you to also grow in the ways that you want to grow. But if you don't ever face yourself with who it is that you are or what it is that you need to do in order to grow and feel comfortable sharing that with people that you claim to love, then are you really being your true self? And transparency and openness is a key for families and just always being there. First, my condolences to your father. Thank you. Second, for the audience, Janae spoke about being born and raised in love. That is such an important thing. Unfortunately, not everybody has that. So when you're picking a partner, make sure that they also were born and raised in love. Make sure they love their parents. They love their family. I have a friend. He's in New York. When I was younger, I wasn't raised in love, so I didn't know how to pick friends. And I remember we were in Brooklyn and there were two buildings, one on this side of the street and this on the other side. He was like, yo, how do you know him from work? He said, do you know that he has a daughter that lives in the building across the street, but he doesn't see his daughter? I was like, I didn't know that. He said, before you make friendships, observe people. If the people that are supposed to need and trust them the most can't, then they're not going to be a good friend to you. That was advice that I got many years ago, but I didn't always take that advice in relationships. <laughs> anyone watching, anyone listening, pay attention. How do people love the important people in their life? If you're watching this on YouTube or listening on Spotify or iTunes, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button and share this episode with your family, friends, and colleagues who are interested in self-improvement through lifelong learning. And now for a word from one of our sponsors. Are technology issues slowing you down at your school? If that's the case, look no further than Five Star Technologies Virtual Help Desk. Their team of experts are available to support you remotely, resolving up to 40% of common issues like password resets, device connectivity, and lots more. With just a few clicks, you'll have access to their live chat from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. Just enter your email to get started. Then you'll live chat with one of Five Star's EdTech experts to diagnose your problem. And if their virtual help desk agent can't solve the issue completely, they will dispatch the ticket to your school's on-site tech team. Let Five Star Technology Solutions be your support partner. Experience their virtual help desk, which is affordable, efficient, and always there for you. Please contact them at fivestartech.com forward slash contact us. Once again, fivestartech.com forward slash contact us. And for your convenience, you'll find this link in the episode show notes. Let's transition into your work with Microsoft and Flip. You obviously have a passion for everything Flip. Who is Flip and how do they help educators? 
Yes, Flip is a family. Flip started off a very long time ago in 2012 as Flipgrid. Many of you may have heard of Flipgrid, which is a video-based discussion platform at its simplest phase, but that's just the basis. That is the foundation. That is the building block so that you can take it wherever you want it to go. And that's what I love about it the most because it is flexible, it is engaging, and it's free. <laughs> what I absolutely love about Flip is that educators have taken this tool and they have transformed the learning experiences in their classrooms. Just imagine this tool being utilized as a podcast for students in the classroom. It's given students an opportunity to share their voice, to be able to share their passions in the way that they want to be able to share it. In addition to that, if you can think it, you can flip it. So one person might see it as a tool that they can use to podcast in, in the classroom where another teacher, let's say it's a, a math teacher, they might utilize Flip to clone themselves. So they have multiple groups going on in the classroom all at once. The teacher can't be with every group. So they record a video of themselves and they're asking the students to also record their thinking, making their thinking visible. Mm -hmm. Or we all know George loves PBL. So just think about the educator who's utilizing Flip for every part of the process for project-based learning and for students to be able to collaborate, to give feedback on each other's work, and also for the educator to give feedback. And so the, the students can think about, okay, what are the next steps? And that's really what learning is. It's not an end point. It should be a new door that's open each time that you have some type of connection. So first and foremost, a dedicated educator that has built relationships with their students knows and understands the needs of their students, and then uses this tool in order to help accelerate whatever it is that the students are learning or to support whatever the students are learning or to challenge the students in, in so many different capacities, that is where the magic is going to happen. It's not just about the tool. It's also about you. <laughs> that is the best explanation of Flip I've heard in a long time. And just got an idea. The superintendent of Surrey County Schools told me today that we're going to make 10 modules in Canvas for everything instructional alignment, assessment, scaffolding, formative assessments, performance tasks, behavior, management, just everything. And she wants to do videos for each of the modules. So now we're going to use Flip. I love it. These are the types of things that inspire others. And hearing that, I am hearing this is transformational change for an entire district. Once again, I know I spoke about the educator and any level, administrators, you are the lead learner in your building. If you're not modeling learning new tools or showcasing how you're learning or engaging other people in learning, are they going to be just as excited about learning? And I love to hear when we have leaders looking for new, innovative, engaging solutions for educators as well, because we need to be engaged in the things that we're learning. We need to continue our learning and be lifelong learners in everything that we do. Fantastic. Jernay, you are the head of educator innovation at Microsoft for Flip. Tell us about your role. My role basically is a teacher helping teachers. I have a team of people who were educators in the field and have joined this team 
on a mission to make learning fun and empowering. What I get to do every day is think about how can educators transform the teaching and learning space in their classroom with this tool called Flip. So it's twofold. We connect with our community, whether that is through professional development. We do free custom professional development all the time. Connect with educators at conferences. You might also see us on live webinars or flip live events, ensuring that our students and our educators have information right at their fingertips that's high quality and once again, free. And then I absolutely love having conversations about race equity and justice, uh, just ensuring that we have that in the forefront of everything that we're talking about, because if learning is not equitable, then is it really learning? The other side of my job role is to impact our product. So all of these ideas that educators are putting forth, all the thoughts that educators have about improving our product, we take those ideas and we bring those back to our product team and say, how about if we do X, Y, Z? Teachers are asking for this. So we are teachers advocates on the team as well. It is a beautiful role where we are able to give that, that knowledge, share inspiration, empower our educators, amplify their ideas. But then we also take those wonderful ideas back to ensure that our product continues to grow to further meet the needs of all students and all teachers around the world. What is one thing you would tell an educator who just heard the show and would love to start using Flip, but isn't sure how? Just jump right in. So my colleague, Ann Cosma, <laughs> she says, push all the buttons. And so that's my first advice. Just open it up, play around, see the features that's in there that speak to you. For example, if you don't know, you, you have an option, even though it's a video-based platform, you have an option to record without showing your face. You have some options in a create mode where you don't even have to share your voice. You can put elements on a canvas and take little snips and shots of that piece uh, to create a beautiful story without even spoken word. There is a screen recorder available right inside of Flip. As you push the buttons, you're going to see the possibilities. That's what I absolutely love about the tool. My second tip besides pushing all the buttons is get connected. This world is so close now with the use of technology. Do a search on social media for Flip. See what other educators are doing inside of their classroom. Be inspired. Ask them questions. This community is a beautiful welcoming, open communities. Don't be afraid to reach out. And our team is 100% here to help along the way. So make sure you push all the buttons and make sure you get connected with the community, see what people are doing and get inspired and then do it your way. Yes, your way. Because if you can think it, you can flip it. <laughs> <laughs> and now for a word from one of our sponsors. If you're a STEM and PBL teacher like me, you're always on the lookout for new project ideas and resources. You know George does PBL, and I'm telling you, look no further than Smart Lab. Smart Lab really has a fresh take on STEM and PBL. I'm proud to be a partner, and they sponsor the podcast. But just don't take my word for it. Check out what other educators are saying about Smart Lab. When students enter into Smart Lab, they are allowed to think outside of traditional norms. It gives them a lot of agency. They 
feel empowered and important. I think that's one of the biggest benefits of the Smart Lab environment and the way the project process is set up. Smart Lab becomes this place where they can do those things and have the time and space to like communicate better and, and even like deal with social emotional stuff. Like they're having a bad day. A Smart Lab's a place where we can change the pace of what they're learning to match their mental needs for the day and then and that comes back tenfold later on when they want to be there and they want to learn and they want to do stuff and they feel safe and they feel like they can get the things they need. That's one of the big benefits of being in more of a collaborative environment is it, it makes, makes you have to work. It makes you have to be accountable. Please look in this episode's show notes for a link to connect with Smart Lab. Now let's talk about your passion for being in the service of others. I myself got to witness you being helpful and a true connector of people, like you said. Drenee, why do you love being in the service of others? I went to a high school whose motto was Serviam. During that phase of my life for the four years of high school, I truly learned what it meant to serve other people. When you are serving others, you are in the background. You really put other people in the forefront of your thinking. You almost put your whole self into emotion when you serve someone because you have probably a billion things that you either could be doing, thinking, acting upon, etc. But you are thinking so much of the next person that you know that whatever it is that you feel you could be doing at this time is not what's really important. I feel that I am a very emotionally connected connected person, a high EQ kind of level. I can see and feel and understand what someone is going through. To me, it would be a disservice if I see and feel and hear what's going on and then I ignore it. Mm -hmm. I always ask myself, what can I do to help in this situation? It could be anything little or something big. When you see, hear, and feel that someone is in need, you should act upon it. That's what service means to me. Do you always feel abundant? Mm, I love that question. I would say yes. I'm going to use the word evolved over time to be this person who lives on the sunny side of the street. We could either be a victim to anything that has happened, or we could see the opportunities that also come from these things. You can't have a flower really grow without both the sun and the rain. I feel my life is really abundant in that way because I have been blessed over time to come to that realization that life unfolds for a reason and a purpose. You should always think more in a growth mindset of what does this mean now? We should be open and, and receiving and connecting with other people and passing on that positivity. There's so many people in this world that are alone, might not have anyone else, might have that dark cloud over their head. So be that rainbow for them for that day, for that moment, and, and pass it on, pass on the abundance. I have found that people that live their life to be a helper, to be in service of others, they are always given what they need in order to fulfill that mission. That's purpose, helping people, helping others, helping animals, helping the environment, just being of service 
is purpose. Not everyone in this world is going to find a passion or cultivate an interest and turn it into a passion. And that's fine. But everyone can have purpose. Everyone can be a helper. I really do believe this. We were put here to help others, but it's so unfortunate that most people don't see that. Jernay, what would you tell a person that wants to be in service? They want to do good. They want to be a helper but they don't know where to start. You have to just open your eyes and ears because it's all around you. As I mentioned earlier, it's something that I would call an emotional cue. Everyone possesses the ability or has at least a, a certain level to understand the thoughts and feelings, the emotions of someone else. And I do recognize that everyone interacts with that in a very different manner. For myself, understanding and realizing that my emotional connection to people is very high because that's, that's what I believe. It is my purpose. I'm here on this earth to serve other people. When you do have that moment of, okay, this is going on right now. What can I do? How am I going to show up? How can I make a difference? And if we see that there's something happening and we turn our backs to it, we also know that we made a choice to ignore something versus doing something mm -hmm. that could change something for the good. You just never know what one small act of service could do. Eckhart Tolle once said, there's two questions you should always ask yourself. If things are not favorable, you ask yourself, what am I supposed to learn here? And people that don't do that, they end up being tested or receiving the same lesson over and over again in a different space until they do. The other question is, when things are going favorable, is to ask yourself, what am I supposed to contribute here? Because we were put here to give, not to take. We are now winding down with Jernay, and we're going to get into the quick fire question round of the podcast. Jernay, what are your top three ed tech tools? And I know you're going to say Flip. I'm going to say Flip, Canva, and Ooh, Microsoft. Jernay, what is your favorite education book? and why? Helping Educators Grow by Eleanor Drago Severson. The reason why it's my number one book is I used to be an instructional coach. Once again, that is a job of service, helping educators along their journey. One thing I absolutely love about this book is that it breaks down that each person has a different way of knowing. So instead mm. of you projecting what you want on someone else, if you take the time to really understand their way of knowing, then you can embed the things that they need to be able to understand things a whole lot better than maybe the way that you are projecting it without considering their way of knowing. Janae, what is your favorite education conference and why? I love South by Southwest EDU because it really is a meeting of the minds. Unlike a traditional conference where you have more sit and get, these are conferences where you're involved in conversations, conversations about changes that need to happen within education, discussing the challenges that might be occurring, but also coming up with innovative solutions for ensuring that all of our students, no matter matter what their zip code is, can have high quality opportunities when it comes to teaching and learning. Shout out to South by Southwest EDU. Janae, what are three things people need to do every day? For me, pray. 
Definitely, I would say connect with someone that you typically don't connect with because mm. you can learn so much from people that are very different than you. Whether that is sparking up a conversation with a random stranger or reaching out to someone on your job that you typically don't talk to, I guarantee you're going to take back some piece of information or knowledge that you are going to embed in your everyday practice. The third thing, find the rainbows. <laughs> rainbows are positive things that happen in our life. And whether it, that is at the beginning of each day, reflecting on the day before or at the, or at the end of each day, count your rainbows. Think about what are the positive things that have happened to your life? Who contributed to that? What rainbows did you contribute to for other people? Keep that in the forefront. Janae, I picked three things I love and respect about you. And just to recap for the audience, you put your family first, you're passionate about your work at Flip, and you're passionate about being in service of others. Is there anything we didn't cover that you want people to know about you? I absolutely love music and love dancing. <laughs> when I think about music and dancing, music is universal, a universal language. Music brings people together. That's what draws me to music. And then any art form, whether it is <laughs> in my background or the art form of dance, it really taps into the brain. I'm always immersed if I'm anywhere around any type of art forms. If you've been around me, you already know. I love art, music, dance, all the things that just once again, just expand my brain. This is the part of the show where I give you your flowers. I don't believe in waiting until someone's gone to tell them how I feel about them. So here goes. Jernay, in 2023, I met a lot of people outside of my family and friends, and you're the most special person I've met in 2023. The way that you treated me, the way that you welcomed me, it made me feel special. But when I got around you and your friends, I realized that you treat everyone special. So I'm not that special, but you made me feel special. I will not forget that. I hope we continue our friendship, even if we don't do business. I want to be friends with you. I don't do a lot of dinners. I don't do a lot of hanging out. I remember I was talking to D. Big shout out to D. If he's watching, if he's listening, <laughs> I said to him, we don't have to go to dinner with them. I know you're busy. I'm busy. And he was like, this is a group that you don't want to miss dinner with. Anyone out there watching or listening, invest in your relationship with Jornay and people like her. You are making an impact, not just on your children, not just on the education audience or Flip's audience. You're making an impact that you probably won't see, but will be felt forever. All right, Janae, let's put this in the universe. How can people hire you to keynote, to speak, to coach at their conference, at their event, at their school, not just in New Orleans, but all over the freaking world? How can we contact you? Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'll also share my email, et cetera. If you want me, I am there. I absolutely love connecting and understanding what educators, especially within school districts, or if even if it's a group of educators in a PLC, if it's something that you're interested in learning and growing with, I want to be on that journey with you. 
If you reach out to me, I will be spending some time getting to know you, getting to know your goals, getting to know what it is that you hope to do within your realm, whether it's education or otherwise. I am there to serve. Once again, Serviam, I will serve. I am of service to you all. That's it for this episode. Until next time, this is the Lifelong Learning to Find podcast. Thank you for listening to the Lifelong Learning to Find podcast with George Valenzuela.